little Caesars. What a fat little angel. Look at him. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. I was. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about King. He's laying on a target bag and he just looks so cute. When do you want to start this thing? We're we started. Gonna, we're, we're live. What are we going to talk about? We're recording. I got you. Oh, gosh. I got everything all ready. You don't have to worry about a thing. Well, okay. Well, t- tell, tell me tell me about it, stud. Mm-hmm. See? Exactly. Wait nice for it. segue Here from we go. Arthur Fonzarelli to Greece. Welcome to Jacob V Weekly. We want to start, as we do every program, by inviting you to donate to Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois. Caddyshack. That's Caddyshack IL on Facebook. Save a life or nine. Also, the only way to financially support this podcast and all the various work we do is patreon.com slash Jacob V. Starts at $4 a month. And it's the only way to directly contribute to this podcast, but also we give you weekly content included in that membership that you cannot get anywhere else, including lossless quality audio of uh, masters of all my releases, uh, various bands and acts I've been with, um, behind the scenes stuff like you got this week on patreon.com slash Jacob V not even going to sneak it. You got to go there to find out. Uh, I'm in a new band called No Antics. We just dropped a single on New Year's Day here, 2022. Ugh. No Antics on Spotify. Withdrawals at the new single. We have new content dropping every month leading up here. So look out for that. Uh, this coming Saturday, two days from now, January 29th, I'm at Blind Bills in Dayton, Ohio with Blind my band Blinded Bills. by Stereo. Blinded by Stereo coming to Dayton, Ohio in 48 hours from right now. And uh, that album is out everywhere. It's on Bandcamp. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you want it. You can pre-order the vinyl, and it's going to be here in about two years. So good luck. (laughs) Supply chain. Also on Spotify, I have favorite songs. Jacob V's favorite songs. Every month, there's a new one on Spotify. I make these in the McDonald's drive-thru. It's just whatever I'm listening to that month. I start a new one on the first of every month, and you can join in and just see kind of what's on my mind. It's usually random. It's not all new stuff. It's not all my stuff. Uh, It's all kinds of just whatever floats into my life. A lot of Kate Bush lately. Clay, do you like Kate Bush? Uh, I, I don't know Kate. You don't know Katie Bush? Mm, no, we've never met. Wow. I know. Um, my baby brother is here. McDonald's is stoking my most toxic, classist impulses. Have we talked about this? I, yeah, uh, no, go again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I take pleasure <laughs> in waiting them out. Like the worst wait, the worse the wait gets, the longer I'm willing to wait to hold the line, to advocate for my order. And, but it's just McDonald's. Like, if I go through smoothly and efficiently, it's great. I'm not going to complain. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm having a good time. Uh, it's, but, it's, just, it's, it's just McDonald's. I don't understand. But, but you don't understand. It's warfare right now. No, I know. It, it's hard, it's hard to, to uh, you know, uh, staff most fast food places, especially, you know, around here right now. Yes. And that's what's so hard is because it makes you mad at the people that are working there because they're not doing whatever they're supposed to do fast enough, but it's not their fault. They need at least twice as much help as they're getting. Oh, my God. Everyone's short staff right it's now. It's insane. I could go work at a McDonald's or a Popeye's right now and probably make more money in an hour than I'm doing right now. Well, certainly right this minute because I don't pay you to be on this show. Exactly. You're, are you a member of the Patreon? I am. You got my money already, bitch. Oh, hoo, hoo. Yep. 
I am a Patreon member, and I, 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 I take advantage of every, every, every little extra spread of thing that you put on that Patreon. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you're, that you're using it, because again, mm-hmm. once you get access to the Patreon, you can go back and see everything we've ever posted there. So it's not like it just starts when you join up. Oh, so, plug. Uh, we're plugging. Um, <laughs> here's my thing about the McDonald's. I'm totally going to wait. I know you're open. I know you're stalling because you're slammed or short-staffed or both. I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm not going to bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to say that since they got rid of the snack wrap, they can go fuck themselves. I hope they tank. I know they you never took, will. I know you. I know you took that really hard. Everything there is garbage. Even the chicken sandwich is like the worst chicken sandwich anyone's put into the running. I don't eat a lot of the food. I know you just get your diet every cokes. now and then. I get fries. Uh, I'm good for maybe a handful of cheeseburgers a week. But very, I don't do the fries even every time anymore because of uh, there's like a carcinogen. Like how you just said you don't do their food, and you're like, I eat a handful of their cheeseburgers a week. Maybe a week, but I go to McDonald's sometimes two or three times in a day. Yeah, it's a lot. To get, just get Diet Coke. You might be keeping that one in Hampton Village alive just by yourself. Chippewa? Yeah. I don't know. There's plenty of fuckers waiting there when I'm there. Jesus. Uh, oh. I think for me, my favorite fast food spot is Taco Bell. You know what? But I'm old and I'm afraid to poop weird. And so I don't go to Taco Bell as often as I may want to. If, if but it's you, like if I've you, gotten no, to the point no, in old age. No, if you poop weird from Taco Bell, you're from a weak bloodline and you're my brother. So I disagree with that. Holy, I think that you're fucking copping out right now. Nope. No, I just. So Taco Bell's the shit. But it doesn't make me feel confident. Are you kidding me? You ever, you ever have two Supreme Soft Tacos and then go into work and you don't feel like no. a fucking diva? No. Oh. I usually get two bean burritos with no onions. Taco Bell is my Starbucks. If I'm walking in and shaking a bag of Taco Bell like a fucking iced, iced vanilla latte, you better believe I'm about to fuck shit up. I don't know how you live. Uh, I don't, eat, I, don't, I don't eat fast food that much. But eating Taco Bell and working out as much as you do? I, or I work out so I can eat Taco Bell. No, I know, but what about your beer. tract, brother? Like, seriously. My tract? It's, yeah. it's violent. Yeah. I have a high-protein diet, and then I get those foods, and I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it makes a ruckus, but it's never painful. Oh, well, that's good. At least not for me. People around me, maybe my loved ones, but, you know, not me. Just go through the motions, you know. Did you hear that Neil Young's music is coming off Spotify because... Joe Rogan and all of his anti shit. Joe Rogan? Yeah. Here's the thing. My thing is Neil Young. Go ahead. That Well, that's part of my problem with both of those people mm-hmm. is like, guys, get off of the planet already. <laughs> We're going to make so much money for 40 fucking years. Can we both take a break? Well, also, Neil Young did host Fear Factor before Joe Rogan, and he's so that's really why they're beefing. I know he was he was in there for like the pilot. My name's Neil Young. You're watching Fear Factor. Exactly what happened. I don't really know how Neil Young talks. Uh, that sounded fine to me. He's Canadian. If you were wearing the hat and the glasses. I think it would help. Sunglasses, yeah. you know. That would be hilarious. You know, my problem is I was, I was actually thinking about this on the drive home the other day, and mm-hmm. I don't know why my entire life. I've always mixed up uh, Neil Young and John Denver, and I don't know why. In my head, in my head, it's like I know who they are. I know their songs. Man, you I just roasted Meatloaf. Meatloaf probably hates John Denver. I like Meatloaf. I was very sad when he passed. I met Neil Young. 
Oh, you said meatloaf. Because that was what was next on my list is R.I.P. Meatloaf. Oh, my God. You need to get your shit together. So you think Neil Young is John Denver? No, I've said many times in my life where I've confused the two. You know, you ever hear just two artists and for some reason your mind connects them and then you can never break that little bridge, that bridge of uh, the bridge of lies and deceit. Somebody tricked you into believing Neil Young was John Denver. That might have happened. Just like when someone tried to convince me that Wes Anderson and P.T. Anderson are brothers and Christmas was to be really Paul Thomas weird. Anderson. I probably made that up. Yeah, it might have been you, you motherfucker. It was probably me. That I got proven like wrong in a bar Ooh. years later, and I oh. felt like a total dipshit. <laughs> That's like the Tom Segura bit where he thought Tommy Lee Jones was gay just because his dad thought he heard that once. Exactly. You can't listen to fucking anybody anymore. It's, it's not fair. Well, literally know, ten years after I fucking learned that 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 bit of information from somebody must have been you. Yeah, I get just like that sounds like out that's like the ham at the, the trophy fountain. room at yeah. three in the morning. Oh no! Yeah, you ruined me. <laughs> somebody called you out. Somebody called me out. Actually, I think it was after a night shift at Barnes Jewish Hospital, and I was uh there at like ten in the morning. You don't have to dox yourself. I I know what I did. <laughs> Um, you are not the clientele for this bit of news, but I put it in the notes, and so I'm going to mention it just in case it ends up being important. It just came up on my phone the I, other day. Breaking I, news, I former know. President Donald Trump, Trump Jr., and Ivanka Trump are all alleged to have been involved in either overseeing or arranging financial misstatements to financial and insurance institutions, says the New York Attorney General in a court filing docketed tonight that was a couple days ago. But I haven't heard about it since. I try not to follow the news. They really. probably paid to get it taken down. You think it's a big deal? It might be a big deal. I don't know. That sounds like some fraudulent shit. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, That's my favorite reaction to that news. That's all we need from that. I'm just that let, sounds I'm like some shady <laughs> shit, brother. I have no idea what's going on. I, I don't you I, listen I, to me yeah. here brother i don't know a thing listen i live in my world i do what i do and i mostly look at tiktok and instagram i'm sorry yeah this just, is why this is this is why i won't be able to send my children to public school if i saw it in a tiktok and maybe i would be able to talk about it but i don't know what the fuck will somebody send clay a tiktok about donald trump please quickly anybody you know my number it hasn't changed dining staff burnout i totally did not plan this for you but this is from the Riverfront Times. No backup, rude customers. Restaurant workers face pandemic burnout. Pandemic burnout is very, very real. Um, but also the worst part is I just think a lot of people just kind of stopped caring. We just keep our masks on. We're miserable. My mustache is a nightmare. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, it's a nightmare. Not because, a fan. No, no, I, I like having it. But the nope. matter of the fact is I can never really groom it properly because the mask always just pushes it up and out and crazy. And I'm not going to do the wax thing. I'm not going to do the thing where I like put wax on. I'm not doing it. So I'm just living in it, you know? So is the demand crazy or is it just that everyone is short staffed well everyone's short staffed everyone's rude because they want everything to go back to normal people don't want to wear masks because everything's going crazy there hell they keep fucking changing the mask mandate in the well, county that's, that's so frustrating here is because that uh what's we, his fucking everything name? is changing all what's the his time name sued it was like the you governor know, wants to sue anyone that does freedom. a mask mandate oh we need the freedom to not wear but our then, masks but go then fuck especially yourself. in st louis we have and then I mean, everyone just got covid yeah. everyone just got covid exactly. literally everybody just yeah. got covid in the last like two months and then so then they put the mask mandates back on and then our fucking governor comes in and says -uh. he does literally say that i, I look at his tweets -uh, brother 
He does tweet nah uh brother a, He's a, a lot. Fucking goat farmer. I wish uh, I I wish him nothing but diarrhea. You know what I'm saying? And then I mean though that, that we could segue into the Cole Carhartt situation with the anti-vax bullshit. Yeah, you mentioned this to me and I totally was not paying attention. Okay, listen. So Carhartt basically made all of their employees get vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you can't work for Carhartt. So then every single fucking anti-vaxxer, conservative, whatever the fuck motherfucker that owns Carhartt that was offended, the same people that were burning their Nikes when it came to like supporting Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. uh, are burning their fucking Carhartts or trying to give them away now. And hey, I say take advantage of it. All the St. Louis hipsters that fucking love Carhartt, dude, I got so much Carhartt shit. I fucking love how it fits and it's comfortable and it's durable and it's warm i love that shit but like go out to your fucking you know found by the pounds or, or goodwills or whatever the hell and find car hearts that people are just throwing you're away not now. gonna find car hard found by the pound yeah you don't fucking know there's no car hard to find by the pound. i'd say take advantage hey remember when i got those oshi jerseys for 19 dollars a piece after he got traded i just had to go to the burlington coat factory in fairview heights illinois see shit's wild these days i wore one of those the other day to a game to a hockey game i had good seats i had like four free hot dogs i had a cheeseburger i had three diet pepsis i had some ice cream that was really a hard frozen it was not good do you even know where he got traded to Oshi? Yeah. Well, it was several years ago. I have no idea. Oh, that's fine. I really try not to go. To, well, this I, is something you could look I, up on your iPhone. I think it was the Capitals. I can't look up anything on my iPhone. I have a cat on my lap. But I think he got traded to the Capitals. And he also, you know, he also played for the USA team in the Olympics uh, that one year. Was it the year before he got traded? Was that the same year as the Winter Classic? Because he was the one scoring all those crazy uh, fucking shootout goals. The Winter Classic. When it was here, I mean. Was that against the Wild? What uh, but what year was that is really what I'm thinking. You we know, like hockey on this I, show, apparently. We've never talked about hockey on this show. We, Maybe we should start. Do we you guys like hockey? We don't Sound talk, off in the comments. We don't talk about hockey in real life. I don't know what's happening. That's my, sh- that's my, I'm making fun of my friend Tina from Slop City Podcast when I say, sound off in the comments. The last time we talked about hockey is because a blues player bought she, mom's old house. Actually, my wife hates this and probably doesn't even know it was Tina, but Tina got me saying brother like I do. Well, it, Tina and Hulk Hogan. I don't know who Tina is. <laughs> I don't know who Tina is. Tina from Slop City Podcast. She was a stand-up comedian. She was very funny. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not aware of what you're talking Hey, did you hear Fuzzies is temporarily closed? Yeah, Dan. They probably can't staff the joint either. Fuzzies is closing all of their St. Louis locations as they seek uh, enthusiastic franchisees. I think that's the problem. Is I think corporate had a problem with their franchisees. And a lot of franchisees are the ones that are fucked right now with this staffing crisis. Because, like, the McDonald's I go to are all owned by a conglomerate sort of holding company that has to manage all those. And if they can't staff them, they're fucked. McDonald's makes their money. The corporate McDonald's. Oh, yeah, those fuckers. So, yeah, that's a... Uh, R.I.P. I hope they come back. It's like the Steak and Shake thing. There's a few Steak and Shakes up in here now. We used to have a ton more. And they closed a ton of them. In the past couple of years, because um, they were and they were like offering the franchise for like ten thousand dollars. Man, fuck steak and shake. These drive-throughs are ridiculous. Well, that's always been the case, though. I know. Actually, I miss going to steak and shake on a regular basis, but that's just not a thing anymore. I got more Trump news. I don't care about. What's this one? Why uh, do we wait? Why do we care? I'm, I just I make these notes throughout the week for the podcast just in case it becomes important. States refer forged pro-Trump election docs to federal prosecutors. I don't know why we're still working on that. 
I don't um, think it needs to happen. This is crazy. So I was doing some thinking today, and import duties are taxing importers instead of collecting the corporate taxes that most the most active importers are protected from paying. I was at Walmart the other day, and I was just thinking about that some something somebody was out of something. I was like, it's the fucking tr- oh, mom asked me why trash cans are so expensive like plastic in your in your kitchen trash cans apparently are really expensive and like import duties brother trade war is that a thing oh yeah well and the whole problem is you get trash cans part of the part of the reason you impose is there a trash can embargo yeah it's a trash can embargo fuck i know i wish i'd known i was stocked up our trash cans suck you know what my recycling bin i noticed today that i usually keep in the bathroom down here it's upstairs right now because i was going through the mail you recycle oh yeah no i mean i have a recycling bin Uh. and oh no i take it to the recycling dumpster i have a recycling dumpster that actually gets picked up oh right you city schlickers yeah schlitter schlickers Where I live, we got bins. We got to roll them out the street. <laughs> Where I live, we got bins. We do. I, I'm hoping that it's Thursday night. We, we got to take them out. I really hope I don't get home after midnight and the bins aren't out. I but it's upsetting me because giant day, companies roll those like bins to the curb. Shut the fuck up. Like giant. Roll the bins to the curb is what I'm saying. Now you can go. Roll the bins to the curb. <laughs> giant companies like Walmart and Amazon don't pay taxes. Because they write off enough of their stuff, they always get out of paying taxes. They also cut corners in their building construction, and that's mm-hmm. why that one fell mm-hmm. over for that Amazon mm-hmm. facility over in Illinois. That's you got to stay woke. You got to stay they woke. Cut the corners. Bezos was too busy trying to Jeffrey go to space. Bezos, you did it. Sorry, okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Bezos just cutting the fucking corners on that shit so we can go to space, and then that yeah. whole building fell on. Did it kill like eight people? Oh yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. That's some shit, dude. They clocked out first. Though. And I'm still buying stuff on Amazon like an asshole. Well, I mean. It's the convenience. I hate it. Yeah. It's a monopoly. We just need to make them treat their people better. They won't. Well, we just got to make we them. We as people outside of that system aren't being treated well enough. How do you think they're going to get treated? Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to wipe my own ass today. That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you're expected to live. You know, it's just you got to like watch people enjoying and living their best lives and then be like, you know what? That's cool. I'm just a big, chubby, balding white dude in Missouri. It's fine. You guys go make millions of dollars on your OnlyFans and uh, and enjoy your, your, your spaceship rides to space and all that stuff. Who are you talking to? Everybody. I'm trying to cover a broad spectrum. It's, we hit a lot of we hit a lot of factors on that one. I'm just saying I wish that I was just like little and sexy, but I'm not. I'm a big old fucking Shrek motherfucker and I I'm working myself to death and everyone else is out having a good fucking time going to space and being on boats and shit. I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's fine. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Um, did you hear about the LAPD playing Pokemon Go instead of saving that woman from getting knifed in la brea but there was a gym right there they had to defend it no, well that's were, horrible no i'm I, that they was were a, literally that was tracking a, down a snorlax which i may a, or may not have done i may have that was a bad joke because that is horrible and actually that's not the first time in the last year that like something horrible has surfaced that's happened uh due to people's negligence in new york city was that what you said new york no, this is in L.A. L.A. The, oh. are, the 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 crime is way up, and they they caught Wait. a couple of cops uh, on the body cam playing Pokemon Go. 
I thought you said New York for some reason. So you're saying that this is happening. Mm-hmm. Cops are playing Pokemon Go and ignoring crime in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then women are getting like sexually fucking assaulted in front of like 20 people on a subway in New York. And we're, we're smack dab in the middle of it. What are we doing? Did that happen? Yeah, that happened. Did you not see that shit? No, tell me about it. Oh, my God. This had to be like at least a month, month and a half ago now. But this, uh, oh, maybe more. Fuck. Uh, but this this lady was literally getting assaulted by a, a a homeless man on a subway and instead of helping everyone just like stood there and filmed it with their phones it was a total like uh bystander what's it called bystander effect situation but like everyone just kind of watched this lady start to get sexually assaulted by a fucking homeless person and it's just like what that's insane no one did anything no one wanted to step in right away it was a whole it got on reddit there was there was it was all over the place jesus yeah well great i know anyway oh and schools are all fucked up uh since the pandemic brother parkway schools here locally extend mask mandate despite governor threatening lawsuits we were just talking about this uh oklahoma addresses teacher shortage with new initiative (laughs) can we talk about that yeah, but what was it? What was the? I, I want you to pull up a link. I want to see an article. I thought I left myself one, and I don't see it here. Uh, Oklahoma begins a new initiative to help schools suffer from staffing and teacher shortages. Lunch ladies are teaching gym. Um, employees at Oklahoma state agencies will be authorized to substitute teach across the state, meaning they're going to allow government workers to be substitute teachers and then they won't take those jobs and then uh that's actually not going to help that's not going to help and also Uh, they're not going to they're going to be spread so fucking thin one per school you say that i don't even know because that doesn't not that doesn't (laughs) sound healthy new mexico puts national guard in classrooms i mean have you been in new mexico i mean that's like the onion article it's like uh, a substitute teacher keeps gun pointed at students at all times the national guard should have been in new mexico years ago mm-hmm. there was a chemistry teacher making meth and supplying it to one of the largest stateside uh drug distributors i mean it was crazy that's breaking bad yeah mm-hmm. so in jeff city our state capital they heard a bill this week proposing to ban not only critical race theory but the teaching of all systematic oppression whatsoever but was met by more requests to testif- testify against it than any other bill in missouri state history and this is like you saw the story today that there are schools that are banning the graphic novel mouse which is about the holocaust i did see that and that's uh, ridiculous now, i taught listen. that i taught that novel for six years that's a great thing. I don't see why that needs to be taken away. It's like, hey, let's go ahead, let's go ahead and, and uh, take things about slavery out of the uh, United States education system because white people are feeling too guilty. And then now let's go ahead and take shit out that was written about the Holocaust, which everyone should know about. Don't try to bury that stuff at all. Yeah. Even if it's some sort of drawings of mice doing this shit i don't i don't know that that's 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 dumb Mm -hmm. that's stupid but obviously the opposition is in place so we're hoping that goes that way katu news in portland obtained a letter from portland public schools to teachers this week it cites reports of teachers faking sick days in an effort to close schools now some educators are calling this the final straw and they're resigning oh this is a stout i do not want this Oh, can you give me a Diet Coke? Oh, no, I can't. Uh, the microphone's in my belly. There's a whole thing going on here. Okay, I'll get it in a minute, I guess, while I'm hosting what, this show. What were you just saying? 
A bunch of teachers in Portland are quitting because the school district accused them of faking sick days to try to close the schools. I mean, I've done that to get free PTO hours, so. Huh. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, schools <laughs> struggling. Don't me. Uh, schools struggling to retain educators nationwide as educators leave their jobs. This is from KSHB. This is just trauma porn for me at this point. Exactly. I was about to say all those educators are going to get jobs at music stores, and then the store is going to get sold, and there's a lot going on. Jesus. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Oh yeah, you just got docs, bitch. Um, LA Times across the U.S. students are threatening boycotts and walkouts. The Oakland Unified School District faces such a strike unless it addresses a list of pandemic health and safety concerns. Students want the district to return to remote learning unless it provides KN95 masks for all kids and are calling for increased testing, among other demands. Twelve school districts were forced to close after teachers staged a sick out, citing COVID worries. About 500 teachers were reported absent. And that'll shut a school district down, for sure. I didn't even know they'd have that many. If I were in a punk band, mm. I would name my, al my first album Sick Out. Yeah, Sick Out is cool. Sick out! In New York, hundreds of students in recent days boycotted classes and staged walkouts over concerns about testing and called for remote learning to be implemented. A grassroots member of the Latino uh, Association for Parents of Public Schools, uh, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Arias couldn't go back to work as a server at a small-time ice cream parlor until the youngest children tested negative. Could return. That's the thing. If your kid is testing positive, even if you don't get it, like you can't go to work. I mean, if you work hourly, I mean, that's, I mean, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, shit's wild. Like parents can't send their kids to school because if they come back with COVID and they don't have some sort of better system set up for the parents to go to work, then like they're going to be out in quarantine mm -hmm. too. And then they're fucked. And then they take it out on the kids and then the kids grow up to be like us. Just like we need therapy and shit. Was that too much? Was that too big of a segue? No, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, what do we do about that? Well, uh, you know, um, everyone should really be learning remotely or homeschooling, and no one's going to do that because all the parents of the kids that are in very development, developmental ages uh, got sick of their fucking kids in the first year of COVID, and they want them to go back to school so bad just so they can get a goddamn break. Then they bring COVID home, then they miss work, then they're stuck together again, and then they're behind on money, and then you know they develop resentment for the people that caused that, which should be the uh, you know the government, and then their lack of funding towards the American education system or you know any positions they're in, and then next thing you know, uh, and, you know, families are getting divorced, kids are not getting proper education, and everything's just divided. We are dividing as a nation. Uh, right, dude. I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just riffing, dude. I'm no, you're sorry. doing great. You're a natural. Thanks. All hostages out and safe at Texas. I hope synagogue. I'm not wrong. Hold no, on. I hope, I, I hope I'm not wrong there. About what? I just feel like I got really weird with it, and I want someone to be like, I object, but I also don't. Um, did you hear about the Texas synagogue hostage situation? I love you. You start that over. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, all hostages out and safe at Texas synagogue governor says, and, uh, this guy, where was this? Houston, Houston, 44 year old British national held four people hostage in Texas and long standoff a couple Saturdays ago. What? Uh, he was killed on the scene. A British national? Yeah, I'm not going to say his name. He, you don't have to. Don't do, British, don't do that to him. Right, well, it sounds like he's dead now, but yeah, still. Muslim British dude. 
know what that's got to do with the price of milk. Uh, what, what was his he motive, they think? Increasingly belligerent and threatening. Uh... Let's move on. I don't, I don't know what to take from that. He was trying to get somebody released from jail. Okay, well, that's a whole thing. Hmm. Were, they, were they wrongfully taken into custody? Well, they had been in jail for a long time. <clears throat> is this like the plot to air force one yeah it's air force it's exactly air he oh saw air force god one. but instead of an airplane it's a church mm-hmm. a synagogue a synagogue oh my god i feel worse it's a synagogue um it sounds very much like like yeah no but then someone came through and said get off my plane and hopefully all four people survived hostage. oh yeah everyone was fine that's good what did he hold him hostage with i didn't ask Does it say in the article? I don't know. You were kind of acting like you wanted to move on. We can move on, but now I'm very curious. I I didn't know what to say before, but now I'm really thinking about it. What are you doing? I got to plug this in. Okay. I got it. What was that? Was that was that a soda? No, it's just ice. Oh, guys, we're back. Jacob V Weekly. Gosh, you could have gone to a little like break into the music. No, no, no. I just had to plug that in real quick. We have a guest at the end of the show, a good friend of mine uh, that I pre-recorded an interview with remotely, um, kind of as a test run for my remote podcasting rig, and we're going to play that at the end of the show and promote some of the work I'm doing with him, and uh, you know. I'm gonna raise that on up in prayer. Okay. Um. God, rest in peace to Bob Saget. Also, dude, found in a Miami hotel room too, and it's just kind of you think about Bob Saget's long history of comedy and drug use and all the other. Was there drug things. use? Oh gosh, yeah, no, yeah, a lot of cocaine. It was the '80s, baby. There was a lot going on, and unfortunately, I did hear a lot about him potentially being a pedophile, and it was just kind of like, well. I hadn't heard that either. You were really on one today. Well, there's a whole thing about, like, even during his, like, Comedy Central roast, like, people were, like, making jokes about him being too touchy with the Olsen twins during Full House and stuff like that. And, like, those are roast jokes. So hopefully all allegations were actually proven wrong. But I don't know. I just heard some shit. Wow. No, the guy, uh, guy was a real piece of work. Father, you know, maybe an uncle of comedy, not really a father or godfather of comedy. But, uh, you know, it's a whole thing. I was a little bit bothered. But, you know, Betty White was a bigger deal. Betty White, Louis Anderson. I mean, it's been... Louis cr- Anderson the same day as Meatloaf. That's a whole thing. Yeah, that's hard. That's a lot. That's like when... Was it Farrah Fawcett that died the same day as Michael Jackson? I think so. Yeah, that's got to be the hard one. And then it turns out one of them's a horrible monster. Farrah Fawcett? No, Michael Jackson. Oh, I know. Farrah was a goddess. Isn't that crazy? There's a whole thing. It was nuts. And you got to wonder who's next. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, Ugh. heaven forbid. Oh, God, we got to check in on this. Sinead O'Connor was hospitalized a couple weeks ago. Uh, her 17-year-old son took his own life. And then uh, she obviously you know, uh, was not taking that well. What was she hospitalized for? I guess suicidal ideation. Oh, poor thing. 
You know, her son died. Oh, but, God, yeah. No, that happens far too much. <clears> here's know. the article. There really needs to be better handling over the uh, the understanding that seeking out help for your depression is a big deal. It needs to be better funded. Anyway. I'm sorry. Did that? Should we edit that out? No, okay. no, no. I'm just trying to see if we got an update on that. I don't know. She could still, I guess she's still in the hospital. But she's got like four other kids, dude. It doesn't matter, dude. Sometimes, I mean, you lose a kid. It's no, I, well, I can't imagine. It must be truly horrible. It's, uh, I'm sure. I can only imagine. I'm sure it's a devastating. Thing. But I'm just like, you know, you don't, I mean, you got, what are your three other kids going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they're just going to have to grieve and be there and understand that everyone's healing process is different than theirs and uh, go go onward from that whole situation. Yeah. Well, prayers and blessings and sparkles and pizzazz. Yes. <clears throat> so cannabis legalization has not improved Oregon's black market cannabis problem. Have you, said, have you read this? I mean, I kind of understand where they're coming from, but please. Um, they just have tons of illegal grow operations happening all throughout rural Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think part of their plan was that legalization would reduce that. But, I mean, really, we've talked about this on the show before. Unless you give it to people for free, there's always going to be a potential for the black market to be cheaper. Of course. you know, And if the state or the uh, federal government uh, regulates that in any way, shape, or form, then... Uh, there's always going to be someone that could make a quick buck selling it for cheaper. And, you know, there's so many people that can have a grow operation and the privacy of their home with, you know, the convenience of ordering things online and the information that's also accessible uh, online. Then, then they could just make their own thing happen. You know, sometimes you just buy weed from a guy that grows in his closet. Uh, but also Oregon being that state that, you know, they have such a, a large amount of, um, people that move there for that cause and for, you know, like the uh, legalization of recreational marijuana use and uh, sale, they probably just have penal people coming off the streets and just being like, hey, give me a job. I'll help you grow that weed and I'll make a quick buck while I do it. Next thing you know, you have an illegal operation. It's not just one person growing out of the closet. Now they found a few, you know, homeless people or something that like to smoke it, like to sell it, like to help out with it, maybe have a few stories, some experience. Next thing you know, everyone's getting indicted. A lot of people are going to uh, to jail or people are just getting, being busted for doing stuff without the license. Where did I go with that? Well, you're doing great. I hope so, man. I really, I really do hope I am. But when you really do think about it, like, I mean, how many people moved to Oregon in the last five years alone? Uh, the population density, the variety of people there going into there, seeing prices also being the way that they are. Like there are some people in Missouri that still buy from their dealer because going to the dealerships in Illinois, uh, dealerships, going to the, the dealerships, the, 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 the dispensaries in Illinois is so fucking expensive. Yeah. And if they don't have their, uh, their Missouri state, um, you know, medical card, then they can't go anywhere local. So they just go to their dealer. It's more convenient. Uh, you don't have to pay those crazy fucking taxes because the taxes on the drugs over there in Illinois, just, just, just face it, are kind of fucking uh, nuts. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? It's like at least 25%. Oh, yeah. It's very, very expensive. At the least. Oh, you know. it's just insane. And it's like, for this? God, I used to I used to buy an eighth from this guy named Jimmy. And it was- Jimmy? It was $26. I don't know. I'm just- An eighth? I, I'm just trying to- Jimmy? I'm, I'm, I'm doing a whole thing. It's fine. I don't know even know any Jimmys. You better not know any Jimmys. No. But, but Gator's bitches better be wearing Jimmys. 
according to the other guys starring Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. I'm yeah. really segueing here. It's fine. No, you're good. You're doing great. You're doing really great. I don't know. I feel like I'm tanking. Well, you were on a roll there for a minute, so take a break. I'm going to take a little breather. Yeah, can you give me a Diet Coke? Mm. There's a cat on my lap. Oh, I understand. I'll get you a Diet Coke. No rush. Okay. Mm. Uh, new lawsuit targets PUBG clones. This is something we've uh, talked about on the on the show before. I was playing Super People a couple of weeks ago, um, and I'm a huge Apex Legends fan, daily player. I need to get back to streaming some of that. And uh, a new lawsuit has come out. We were talking about how the, the BR format is so popular in gaming right now in the past couple of years. Um, kind of blew up with Fortnite and PUBG and things like that. There were some intellectual property uh, misgivings at the time that sort of opened up that format, but now has also kind of created a financial problem for some uh, of what people would call the OGs in that market. Clay, do you play any of these games? Oh, I do. I do play some of these games. I uh, have you heard any of this news? Well, I, I honestly, I was busy getting you a Diet Coke. No, but just about PUBG suing everybody for stealing their format. What's their format? Being a battle royale game? I don't know. Let's look. Because Craft sues Google, YouTube, and Apple over alleged PUBG clones. The Player Unknown's Battleground Studios want the Free Fire games removed from sale, but Apple and Google aren't cooperating. Uh, that studio has filed a lawsuit against those distributors and free-to-play game company Garena. Garena? I mean, the first Battle Royale that I could really think of was probably the Hunger Games, and that came out way before PUBG, so... Well, that was a ripoff of a Japanese movie. Which also, I mean, was several books and other movies over time, but yeah. Manga. What? Manga. Like the graphic novels, the Japanese graphic novels. Manga. It's basically like hentai without the boobs. Hentai? Manga is like very, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's Japan. Karina began selling Free Fire in Thank Singapore God. in 2017, shortly after the launch of PUBG. Yeah, so it's all about these people were putting out PUBG duplicates and selling them in certain markets. Trying to get you away. Look at the app store. They're I mean, that's trying what I'm to do saying. that all over the fucking place. You kidding me? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be interesting, though. Did you see? But the- also, running around and shooting people in a video game is not a concept that's exactly like fresh and new. So, that's a great point. Eat my butt. What? PUBG. That's right. I said it. What? Eat my butt. Unnecessary. I told him. Gross. I could say ass. Sounds better. Oh. Eat my ass. Buddy. Stop this. Okay. You stop this behavior. Well, move on. <clears throat> Did you see the one about the cruise that was canceled while at sea? Is that the one where like 150 people showed up? Turning into a nightmare. Norwegian cancels sailing mid-cruise passengers to be stuck on board for days. Where was this? Norway? Yeah. Ugh. Well, at least they're in Norway. Sounds way better than if you got stuck on like a cruise in the, you know, like like in like like the Florida area, I don't know. That'd be shitty. Imagine, imagine you're on a carnival cruise line and they gotta like shut down, and you're like fucked for days, and you're halfway between there and Jamaica, and you're like, I don't know what to do. My dad brought. So me the here. sailing was canceled due to COVID-related circumstances. So they were 
traveling and then oh. canceled all of their stops. So there was a, a COVID outbreak on a cruise ship. God, they should make a movie about that. George Clooney should be in it. No. Tom Hanks. Better. Willem Dafoe. No, he was already in a cruise. And they, a lot of the time they were stuck inside because of rain. Speed 2. Willem Dafoe was in Speed 2. See, he can't be in another boat movie. That's weird. He was in The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. That was mostly submarines. No, they were on the main boat. They had a big boat. There's a lot going on. That's a Wes Anderson movie. That doesn't count. Did you know him and Paul Thomas Anderson are brothers? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Can we yell that? It's a trash can embargo. Uh, Um, Yeah, so these people just had to fucking hang out. I guess they would drop off food, but there was like, no, none of the stuff you're supposed to have. It was a real nightmare. Well, great. Do you know how many people I've told in my life that Wes Anderson and Paul Thomas Anderson are are related? Like, why fuck why no. would you believe no, that that's like that's the guilt of so many minds tarnished that's like finding out in your 40s that you have genital herpes and you've never been tested you got to call all your partners from the last like 30 years oh i could do just, that in one group text 25 years probably doesn't matter but it's just kind of like you got to do that thing and it's like oh my god imagine the list and the guilt and the conversations oh well that would be truly awful nightmare mode and I don't know if that's real. I'm just saying there's a, there's a lot that's going on. But Paul Thomas Anderson and Wes Anderson are not related. Great. And I have the guilt of telling so many people. Can I ask you a, a personality? That's not a good comparison, actually. That's way less significant than the, the other. Can I ask you a, a personality test type of question that I made up? Mm-hmm. If you go to check out at a store and an item rings up for more than you thought it would, do you A, buy it anyway, B, decline to buy it and offer it to return it to the shelf, or C, decline to buy it and let them return it? I would never let them return it. It's always A or B. Okay, so- Or tell them I thought it was this, and sometimes they're like, oh, and then it ends up working out your way. But what if, what? okay, but let's assume that they can't change it. If they can't change it, then you return it to the shelf unless they insist for some reason, even though I usually still do it anyway. And then because they're already doing their job, I don't want like, I don't want, I want them to be like, nah, and then I just take it back. I don't like that. Sometimes I buy it. It depends on the uh, price difference. If the thing said like, you know, like five seventy nine, it was actually like $10. I'm just going to do it. It's like $4 and change. Fuck it. But, uh, yeah, A or B. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, I often will just buy it anyway. Now, if something rings up, follow-up question, if something rings up for, like, significantly less than it's supposed to, what do you do? You buy two of them. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter what it is. Aren't you afraid to draw attention to it? You You could be buying toilet plungers. Buy two of them. Do it take advantage of the uh, i saw a tick i saw a tiktok recently where someone found out that there was an issue with the uh the pricings on towels at a walmart and they were like 75 cents instead of 750 or some shit like that mislabeled misrang into the inventory therefore their prices also rang up the exact same 75 cents and uh someone did a tiktok and they went in there with their wife three times and they bought like 70 towels 
Wow. They bought so many towels because they were priced at 75 cents a piece instead of 750 or, or 1750 or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. They were buying these towels from Walmart and they, they basically cleared out the whole goddamn row. They went in three different times. Whoa. And that was them, you know, fucksins with the system. And it was also an error done by somebody that they didn't have to deal with that day. So cheap towels, life hack, I guess. I don't know. It was a whole thing. You want to go to Walmart and buy some towels? Yeah, I mean, but so how did they get away with that? Well, they were in the system as that price as well. The same price <clears throat> that they were labeled as. So somebody upstairs fucked up, or there must have been a computer issue, which then fucked up the pricing for their inventory per item. And then someone found out about this, said, oh my God, honey, check this out. Bring your phone, turn on your tiki-taki, Let's get a video of me doing this. And then they bought all of the towels. And now they have a shit ton of towels and they can flip them on marketplace or something else, or they can just have a bunch of towels. It's, it's that it's their prerogative. I hope that they never have to buy a towel again, as long as they live. Cause they found out that little thing right there, that little fuck up and they beat the system. And you know, Walmart sucks anyway. They don't treat their employees well, and they get all those government grants. So if you're using a self-checkout, just fucking take something. Take a Kit Kat. Wow. Take a fucking, take take a take a, a baby binky. Whatever the fuck you want to grab. Baby binky. Way, a baby A binky for a baby. Fucking take it, put it in your pocket. You go through self-checkout. They'll look at your receipt at the end. Fuck them. Take a plant. Take a succulent. Take a, take a chrysanthemum. What? Do it. To steal shit from Walmart. Fuck them. What if you get caught? You're kind of like a chaos agent. If you get caught, say you have COVID and immediately take off your mask. They'll run away from you and then you can leave. <sighs> That's horrible. I'm a genius. That's not bad. Someone write that down. You in the corner, write that down. Me? No, I'm hoping that someone's watching from their corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be good. Okay, let's see what we got here. Before we get to our guest spot for today anything else good uh, i'm gonna leave you guys with uh uh a nice like good 20 minute interview i did with a friend of mine that'll be on both the end of the recording of the podcast of today's show and then also on my youtube channel jacob v on youtube is, is that happening right now uh it's gonna happen here in a minute but um let me wrap up the show first Guys, that's another episode of Jacob V Weekly. Stay tuned for our guest spot with uh, Mitty and the crew today. Uh, also, follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google, whatever. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. We have an Instagram page for the show, at Jacob V Weekly. Uh, you can contact the show at jacobvweekly at gmail.com. You can call the show at 314-632-6602. Leave us a voicemail. You can find original music by me on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Deezer. You can bang it on patreon.com slash Jacob V. You can uh, support the show directly. And you also get access to a lot of my previously released music and lossless quality audio. Your podcast has a phone number? <clears throat> oh, yeah, baby. For voicemails. We get very few of them, but sometimes they make their way onto the show. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's 314-632-6602. You should get a P.O. box. <sighs> People have send you stuff. But what if, I mean, I have to check it all the time. What if nobody sends me anything and then I went all the way to the P.O. box? Then you get a Diet Coke from McDonald's on the way back. 
It would be a nice reason to break up the day. So have yeah, a nice yeah. trip. Think about it. Guys, stay tuned. We're going to have our guest spot up here in uh, just a second. Be safe. Love you. On by, she makes me quiver. She makes my sugar taste oh so sweet. The fish jumping and her daddy's asleep. The crawdad's cooking and her mama's good looking. Jacob V Weekly, we're here testing out my mobile podcasting rig, and I'm here with a very good friend of mine who I've had the privilege of uh, performing with uh, recently, uh, and I've been helping him with uh, uh, some great new stuff he's producing and offering out to his fan base and the world, and uh, Middleton Carruthers, Mitty and the crew, here live. Uh, lots of things to talk about, lots of things to promote. There's a great catalog of videos uh, that you can link to from midiesmusic.com uh, and also uh, merchandise that we're going to take a look at and uh, plenty of other things. Oh, here he goes, and I've already lost him. I'll be right back. Yeah, it's going great. It's going great. And just to have the opportunity to sit down and kind of talk about some of this stuff um, I'm really excited. So I don't know where you want to get started, but uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of the. Hold on, who are we we're getting a call? Yeah. Hello, Freddie. It's Freddie Bill from Nashville, at Treasure Isle, where uh, I happen to do a lot of recording here in the last year and a half. How you doing, Freddie? Hey, we're doing a podcast here. Say hello to all the fans out there in podcast world. Hello there. Hey, Freddie, I'm going to let you go, but I'll call you later, okay? You can watch this later. We'll send you a link, okay, buddy? Get off the phone. I love you. See you soon. Bye. I love that. Now, where were we? I love that. So, I kind of wanted to share with uh, fans of the show, the Jacob V Weekly uh, podcast that you know I do, that um, just kind of how you got started in uh, producing your own music, kind of describe the music for people. Uh, I call you the the godfather of demo rock, um, but there's definitely some country uh, influence and overtone in there. And then the videos are really, um, obviously, a, a great passion of yours, and there's a few of them that I really, really love. So, Mitty and the Crew is the band. Uh, the man is Mitty Carruthers. Thank you uh, for such a great introduction. <laughs> okay, you really propped me up pretty nice that way. Uh, I produced um, my first song out of necessity because I didn't have a producer and I had some really uh, hot musicians uh, on the payroll at the studio. You know, 100 bucks a song, uh, 100 an hour, maybe more when you get studio time. So it gets pricey, you know. Uh, so I didn't have a producer. When you start tracking, you know, that's the key. You know, you start laying out tracks, you know. 
And uh, which song was that? Uh, the first song I recorded at Treasure Isle was June of or no August of twenty twenty. Uh, 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 oh, the instrumental. The, the, the instrument, the red. And that's man. on the first record? Yes. The main red, dude. Alumbre. Yeah, and I did that with Smith Curry, Grand Ole Opry, Hall of Famer, and then he brought, I told him to bring a guitar player. I knew he'd bring me a hot guitar player. Colt Phillips, he was with uh, the Colt Ford Band for six years. And, yeah. Anyway, uh, I we just started tracking. You know, I had Smitty on pedal steel, a Dobro. Uh, and, you know, we just started tracking. You know, I laid down an instrumental. You know, get things going on the uh, instrumental. I mean, I laid down an acoustic. You know, to a click track, and so forth. Anyway, um, it turned out that I ended up producing six out of the ten songs uh, on our new album, which we haven't released yet. We're getting ready to go to Nashville next week. Everything works out. Uh, we're talking to a label, a record label in Nashville. The guy's interested and likes my stuff. Uh, this is a new album for everybody. Uh, take a gaze at here. This is a Modern Cowboy, of course. That's me. And uh, we have T-shirts for sale, too. If you go to my website, minismusic.com, you can order up a T-shirt. And, uh, we have autographed CDs. This one isn't available yet because it hasn't been released yet. Uh, here's my first album, uh, Mitty and the Crew. I've done the Okay, uh, this is, uh, the band's all here. And this was a lot of fun. Most of this was recorded in Nashville, uh, in Music Row, Studio 6, and uh, at uh, a Masterphonic Studio, Curb Studio. And... Uh, so we got that going. We had a really nice show. Jacob uh, was my lead guitar player. We put the band together. And here's uh, our poster from the show. Is it Riverstock or Big uh, Riverstock? Uh, Big Riverstock. Well, this is an old one. Here is... That's the updated. Here's the updated one here. Yeah. Here, see? Now, this is a group we had Fresh Rain yeah. played, and Jacob, of course, plays lead for them. So Jacob played uh, lead and played guitar in Fresh Rain, and he also played with uh, Mitty and the crew. So he had a, uh, we a had busy a, day. We had a busy day. It was so much fun. We had Big River Stock coming, you know, uh, this spring. Uh, sometimes so these are from the first one. These are yeah. This was signed. last October. Yeah, those are yeah available down on the property that I own, yeah. right across from the botanical gardens, uh, uh, Van and Forty Four. Anyway, two acres, and we have the stage already built, uh, and it's ready to go. So anyway, yeah, we're just having fun. Uh, uh, I have one more song on uh, Modern Cowboy to finish up. <laughs> yeah, I love the shirts. And and uh, oh yeah, they come in gray. Here, I just happen to have one here. <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> Look, here's one in gray. You know, minismusic.com is where you find them. So go out, buy yourself ten of them. Okay, there you go. And uh, what else? You know, we're just. This is my little desk here where I hang out. Uh, uh, I have run a full-time demolition company called The Wrecking Crew. Okay, and that's also the name of our uh, one of the songs on the new video, you know. Yeah, that's a great video. It's uh, probably my favorite. Video.
show i think the set should start with that one. Oh, most definitely yeah. oh yeah oh we got big plans for the first concert um, we'll be coming out on the track hole yeah like in the video you know crash into a makeshift house yeah with the lights flashing and then i they drop me off on i run up to the mic on stage and the crowd goes wild okay i mean you know think about it you go to a concert and the yank is up hey taylor <laughs> how y'all doing taylor Harvey's really stoned, you know, he's like, he's lost, he doesn't know where he is, he's like, hello Detroit, who was the guy that did that? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even know where he was, kind of like our president, you know, he wakes up into a new world every day, you know, like a goose. <laughs> did you know geese wake up into a new world every morning? They don't have long-term memory? They have no memory, they just, they wake up and they're like, wow, this is it? Whoa, this is different. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so anyway, we don't want to get political, okay? We're not going to get political. I, I don't want to lose a fan base, you know what I mean? There's so much divide in this country, you know? You, you lean one way or the other, and they eat you alive. But uh, me, I'm like, I vote, and then that's it. And then let the chips fall wherever they fall. I have no control over that shit. Just as long as I got a guitar... And I'm allowed to go to the studio and sing whatever I like, whatever I feel, and I can exercise my First Amendment rights to free speech and not be censored, okay? And I have been censored, okay, on YouTube. Are you talking about COVID-friendly? Yes, COVID-friendly. I do uh, like that They song thought that. that was shocking, you know, and, uh, well, I made that crack about CNN, but... <laughs> Uh, it's okay, you know, we're off the other stuff, you know, but it's a great song. It's, you know, it should be on the radio. I don't know. Uh, things are going to change here real quick. So anyway, um, I'm so glad you invited me into your uh, podcast world. Thanks, man. I'm so, I've been you talking know, about doing it for a long time. Well, yeah, and you know, uh, you want to pan out and show me a little studio in there? Yeah, well, I'll fade in a shot. You want to fade in there? I'll fade in a shot. At this what point. else? Have we covered everything? Um, I wanted to kind of talk about some of the history a little bit. We kind of got all the housekeeping out of the way. Yeah. And uh, hold on, baby. I gotta wear shades. Yeah. My future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. I love that. You know. You like I that love, song? Oh yeah. ZZ. Sure. Oh. 
So I know, hey, hey, how, how. I know you played music for a long time before you started making these records. Why'd you start when you started on the? Oh, I got time? the itch, you know, like five years ago. Then I was in a bad accident, and I had to lay low for like two and a half years. I got torn rotator cuff, fell through the schmuck's staircase. I think he rigged it, but you know, uh, torn rotator. I couldn't even hold up a guitar, you know. So I had to put everything on hold. And, and I had some folks in Nashville that were, you know, pushing this first album and. It, they were really mad at me. They thought I just quit, you know, but they didn't understand. You know, I was hurt. And I, so I made these little homemade videos, you know, playing the, my guitar out there in front of a bonfire, you know, set up. We got the band set up here, you know, on the front porch. So, you know, when the weather's warm, uh, you know, just doing little uh, little skits, you know, just to keep a fan base, you know. But I, I got a lot of subscribers on my Facebook page, like over 1,500. And a lot of them came from those little corny videos, you know, two, three minute jobs, you know. Usually not playing any of my music because, you know, I didn't, it wasn't all copyrighted and I didn't yeah. want to play any of my stuff. I was just playing other, you know, like Tom Petty, McCartney, you know. Sure. And then sometimes YouTube would say, hey, you know, there's copyright infringement on it. That's not your song. Or, you know, we had to deafen it a little bit. Yeah. But it, the sound, I mean, it's still loud enough for me. Yeah. You know, so that's how. Uh, and you know, we kept things going. So now, uh, things are full speed ahead now. Uh, uh, my demolition company does good, which, you know, serves as a, a springboard for my, for uh, locations, you know. Yeah. We tie, what, what I, and I had this vision years ago, is to tie, you know, the demolition and the rock and roll together. And that's why. Uh, Jacob here calls me the godfather of Dylan Rock. Well, you have to watch I'm Coming Home, my latest video. Yeah. We released uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah. And if you watch it, you'll uh, understand. You'll understand that your dog knows how to return the fail. So, um, the Godfather of Demo Rock, right? Yeah, is that what you call me? Yeah, I love it. It's that's what that's what it is. So, how do you describe the sound if you haven't this heard is the, the music? Right here. Yeah, how would you describe the sound of the the music? There's definitely uh, some classic rock elements, but there's also some country elements and bluesy yeah. River Girl. Sure, you know, I don't know. You just try to you know cover a wide spectrum of sound. There, you know, I'm not country you know, right I'm not, I, and I'm modern country I'm not new country I don't even like new country I don't I can't do twang you know and it's so bubblegum you know I can't do the bubblegum you know yeah welcome to the bubblegum land the bubblegum you know I mean you know I mean think about it most of your people who buy the most records are like little 13 14 year old girls yeah. Okay, and then they get these, 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 their idols, you know. They can sing Mary Had a Little Lamb, you know, they're going to go buy it. And uh, a, a lot of it's just very, uh, some of it's good, don't get me wrong, you know, it rocks, some of it's, you know, I like Keith Urban, I like uh, Ch uh, Kenny Chesney, I mean, who can't like, uh, Todd, you know, Todd McGraw, or, or, or Tim McGraw. Uh, you know, these are some heavyweights, you know, they, they get, you know. What was that song Tim McGraw did with the, with the writing bowl? Who made you? Or the, uh, yeah. 
I love that song. Yeah, you know, live like I, you were dying. Yeah, I, so, now that's good stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I also want to add that uh, on I'm Coming Home, the video we just released, Yeah, um, the, the violinist, the, the fiddle player on that song uh, was in Blake Shelton's band. Jimmy Hodges, I mean, he's just off the chart. He's probably the hottest fiddle player that ever came out of Nashville. He's with the Craig Morgan band now. He's had, he's played at the Grand Ole Opry over two hundred times. You know, he's so I was lucky. You know, I've I've met him here in St. Louis. I've known him for you know, like twenty years. I was uh, I can just call him up and say, Hey Jimmy, I got a little part for you. You wanna you help me out on the song? You know, fifty bucks. Wow. You know, and he bounced it to him. He recorded. It. He's got his little studio with COVID. You know, a lot of, a lot of your guys are recording, recording their home, own stuff and sending it in. Yeah, recording in their own little. Homemade studios at home, high quality, you know, high fidelity, and and then they call it bouncing, you know. So you send them a wave file, you can even send them an MP3. They they lay down their track and they call it bouncing. They send it back and then you mix it and so forth. It's not that complicated, but anyway, yeah, uh, that's about it. Uh, Big ass solutions, yeah, no equal. What it's all about, you know. You gotta have a solution. So what's uh what's up next that people should get excited about? We know we have the new full length album, Modern Cowboy. I think there's a lot of content there, uh, potentially, and I well, love the songs. We're, we're we're probably back up this uh, my second album. Uh, we're working on a third album now, and I think after we get the second one released, we'll probably go on the road and uh, move some units. You know, promote the new album, and uh, we're we're looking for a sponsor right now. And if Caterpillar doesn't get off their ass pretty soon, uh, there's not going to be any more Caterpillar. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I can change the words of that song really fast. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> with the flip of a switch, you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's it's really been uh, nice talking with you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add to this show? No, I'll probably close out with one of the uh, one of the songs from the upcoming new album, and then uh, the um, uh, there's plenty to go find out there. MiddiesMusic.com takes them to the YouTube and the Facebook and uh, to the merch and whatnot. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, any words of wisdom for the young people out there? Yes. Uh, do your homework. Go to school. Do your homework. Stay out drugs. Uh, try to get this first time something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't kill it yet. Uh, don't pay attention to the mainstream media, okay? Get your news from me, okay? Right here. Me and the crew. <laughs> You want the bananas, kid? Huh? You want the bananas? Oh, everybody, Rex. Rex. Rex is in our videos. Are you Rex? Rex. 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 Are you going to say hello to the fans? Here, I'm trying to turn them around. Come here. Come here. Can you see him? Can you see Rex? Huh? Oh, hey, Rex. He's a natural. Aww. He's just a natural. Yeah. And then the other dogs are hiding. Here, pan out to our little studio over there where we play. We have a drum machine on the 
keyboards there, so, you know, just two or three people, you know, we can make some noise and have some fun, you know. So anyway, that's all, folks. That's all I do. That's all great stuff.